0: Love Talk Radio
1: Tune in to Conversations with Dr. D. Ivan Young Good evening, America, the United Kingdom, my friends down in Barbados, and if I start naming off everything, I know I'm going to leave somebody out, so I'm just going to say I hope you had a fantastic weekend. You know, one of the biggest things that um, takes place with all of us is the need to know that we are on track, that we actually are in the process of having our prayers answered, having these things that we seek and that we desire, um, to show up in our lives in such a way that we don't have to worry about uh, is it working? Are we there you know, you like you ever if you've ever been in the car with a little kid, one of the biggest things they're gonna always ask you is, Are we there yet? And the question to that is, heck no we're not there yet. And I'm quite sure that that's how um, our creator feels about us. And by the way, before I offend someone tonight, because I know for a fact I'm going to, so I'm just going to tell you it uh, right now. It is not my intent to rewrite the script that you have in your head about how God works. I I think it's just really um, unfortunate that mankind wants to create God in his image for whatever reason, some of us are so, um, I, I don't want to use the word stupid, okay, I'll use the word stupid, that we cannot let go of the fact that God doesn't do things the way that you think he ought to do them. You know, as a matter of fact, thank God for that. If he if He did things the way that we thought um he wanted to do, to he wanted us to do things, or we wanted him to do things. I don't know about you, but I would be terrified. I mean, I would just literally be terrified of what could happen. Some of the stuff that I have done and I have seen done in my life has—I um, don't want to put myself out there, but since you insist—is almost just foolishness. It's senseless. It's not. My favorite new word is nonsensical. And, you know, there are times that we have the audacity to think that things should be done in accordance to our will. Now, speaking of that, for some of you religious folks that are listening, and again, I don't mean to offend you tonight, but I know for a fact I am going to upset a lot of people's apple cart and how we connect with the divine. Here's rule number one whatever your religious belief is mine happens to be christian but that doesn't mean that that invalidates buddhism and it does not invalidate islam and it does not invalidate uh, hinduism or whatever you may be practicing long as it doesn't involve you putting somebody on on a big altar holding a knife and stabbing them in the chest and eating their heart or Mutilating some chicken or something And throwing the blood all over the people That are assembled there with you I'm pretty much cool with whatever it is you do Because God is not us He, You know, here's what really gets me And we want to blame Western culture Or Eastern culture for this But just stop for a minute and take this on Do you think a uh, being Because we can't call God a person a being that has no shape, no form, a being that has been here since there was an everlasting, since the depth was cast upon the abyss, upon the perception of the universe, uh, uh, an entity who is omniscient and omnipotent. Do you actually think God would only come and appear one way to humanity? Because if you believe that, you're about one, one nail short of hammering on the roof, buddy. I mean, that's that's not even a plausible thought. If you think that God is sitting around getting mad because a woman for pants or saying that gender assignment um, declares who should lead or because you're stuck in some patriarchal myth that women are less uh, qualified to have a spiritual ability to lead you, because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to piss some of you old-school Baptist folk, and and I'm going to say this because I'm black and I'm Latino, I can say this. Some of you Negroes that grew up in that church talking about a woman should be seen and not heard, I'm getting ready to really tick you off tonight because if a woman can – I'm going to tell you what I said to a group of ministers one day. I said, um, gentlemen, if a woman nurses a baby, is that okay? Well, yeah, she's supposed to do that. Okay. Then I asked these group of fools, and that's what I'm going to refer to them as, and I don't mean to be uh, talking down at somebody. when I, I'm calling you a fool when you want to ignore evidence that is in your face, is what I, I will call anyone. That is that is not only being foolish, that is being a fool. So I asked him, I said, well, and, and before you write me a letter, I've been a, a fool so many times I have a right to call other people out on it, all right? So my next thing was I asked him, I said, well, do you think a woman is entitled or should prepare a meal? Or if you get sick, do you think she should uh, comfort you in your convalescence and and your rehabilitation, do you think that's okay? And they said, well, yeah. I said, well, let me ask you this. If you got rushed to the emergency room, would you have a problem if the ER physician was a doctor and she—it was uh, the physician is a female doctor? And they said, well, no, not really if she's going to save my life. I said, so why do you have an issue with a woman nursing your spirit? I'm saying all of that to say that tonight I am going to talk about some things that a lot of us have been led to believe are contrary to how God works, who he will use, the circumstances under which he will reveal himself. Um, And I think that we have just really gone uh, over the top when we have this audacity to believe that we can put God in some box and declare or even ascertain how he is going to work. Now, I know in one holy book, it says God's ways are not your ways. His thoughts are not your thoughts. Just as the heavens are above the earth, so are his thoughts to your thoughts, and his ways to your ways. If you can agree with that, cool, because that's how I'm going to talk to you tonight. I want you to know that more than anybody else, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, yes, I'm referring to myself in third person, and no, I'm not high. (laughs) You know, most of the time when people start saying, don't make him mad, and they're talking about themselves, they own something, but, you know, I haven't done that in years. I'm very sober, so, Uh, but I, I, of all people, want to tell you that you are special, the fact that you are tuned into this program right now, and right now on this planet, uh, I, I, let me see. Somebody get me the. Uh, I'm talking to my staff, not you guys. The Earth's population uh, that we know it. Uh, the Earth's population as as we the the newest thing that somebody can find it. Okay, it says it's around seven billion people. Seven point two billion people on the planet. <laughs> you already know that's wrong because they didn't have. A, if it's seven point two billion people and one uh, percent had babies, that number just went up a million. So anyway, bottom line: out of seven point two billion people, the small number of three point something million of you are listening to my voice right now. Now think about what that says. Seven point. Two billion, three billion, 3-point-something million are listening to my voice right now. That is a very, very small fraction. It's 0.00-whatever percent, right? That's how special you are. God wants you to hear this tonight. That's the first confirmation that despite how things look, you are on the right path you know you are definitely on the right path and you don't have to worry about um you don't have to worry about if things are getting ready to work out for you you don't have to worry about are you going to make it will you have what you need to complete what you've been told or called to do in your life now I want to say this to you <laughs> that does not mean that you're delusional But because some of us are delusional Now you know some of us Are thinking you know what I'm going to make a Spaceship I'm going to fly to the sun And when I say you're going to burn Up how the hell are you going to fly to the sun And you tell me no I'm not going to Burn up Dr. D I've got this figured Out and I say how do you have it figured out and you say I'm going at night that is Crazy right I'm not talking about the crazy Folks I'm talking about you Who have Going to school, I don't care if it's a trade school. I don't care if it's to get a a license as a barber or a beautician or uh, a plumber. I don't care if you just got your JD or your master's in engineering. I don't care if you just got certified as a coach. You, my dear, are right on the cusp of having everything in your life that you prayed for, that you've hoped for, that you've ever wanted, I'm here to tell you, homie, homeboy, baby girl, it's about to go down for you. The reason you're listening to this show right now is God wants to prepare you to understand how he has guided and groomed you, even though you felt he had abandoned you even though you felt when that everyone was looking at you some kind of way and you're feeling like, you know what, I'm never going to make it. Why is it every time I take a step forward, it seems I'm taking three steps back? Why is it every time I think that things are going to go okay, something crazy happens, something backfires, something just happens to knock me off my boat? I am here to tell you. All of that, all the setbacks, all the tears you've cried, all the times that you felt like giving up, the first sign that God has sanctioned what you're doing is you are here listening to this program right now. And I'm not saying that you're listening to me. I am nothing but a sound, a a symbol, a voice in the wilderness crying out to you to tell you, go ahead, go get you some juice. You can even go get your glass of wine. Don't get no malt liquor, no shot of Patron. I didn't tell you to go get full while you're listening to me. I did not say roll a joint, but I am telling you, you have got something to celebrate, and this is your season. So, number one, if you've been saying, God, give me a sign, I'm on the right track, hey, what did you expect? Charleston Heston wearing a Versace robe, sorry. You got Dr. D hollering at you via Blog Talk Radio, same thing same thing that patriarchal thing that you've been fed that crap you've been fed that hello this is god and he's going to speak to you and through some echoing voice with a lot of reverb on it not that's not how he works i'm not saying he can't do it that way but i'm telling you in your life that ain't gonna be what's gonna happen boo as a matter of fact Every time you got stopped, every time you got delayed, that was God working on your behalf. And I know you're saying,
0: how in the hell
1: is me getting a loan turned down, God working on my behalf? How is me getting my car repossessed? How is my husband leaving me, my wife cheating on me? How is my grandkid going to jail, God working on my behalf? I'm here to tell you, here's how. (laughs) Have you ever heard the term inoculation or vaccination. Now, some of y'all as old as me, you remember you got that thing that had that little circle on your arm. Now that doesn't happen. But you know what I'm saying? God sometimes will let you get a little bit of a singe in order to keep you from being incinerated. Sometimes, you know, that there's this saying where, you know, my enemy is seated next to me. And all of a sudden, a cup gets knocked over, food gets knocked over, they stand up, and in their lap is a dagger, in their lap is a gun, in their lap is your, your old lady's phone number, a business card. In other words, he will let these situations that you don't want anything to do with manifest themselves in your life only to protect you from guess who? You. I said it. Yes, yo, but you are the person that he's protecting you from and not just you. It can be your loved ones, your family members, these people that you thought had your back and you're sitting there going, God, you know, I lost my business, man, Dr. D, you don't understand. I was all set. I, I, I had gone and Chuck my corn and got me a wagon, and I was standing outside the freeway ready to sell my ears of corn. If, that, if you really are standing on the freeway selling ears of corn, I'm not trying to talk about you. But, hell, you can't think of nothing else to do. Anyway, never mind. But the point I'm making, because there's some brother listening to this saying, what is wrong? I sell corn. <laughs> brother, I'm not trying to make fun of you. But the truth is, all of this stuff is working for your good all of us, everybody that has made it, struggled. I don't care. Unless you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth, even if you were, all you're doing is living off the fact your grandfather struggled, your mother and dad struggled, your aunt and uncle struggled. But somebody paid a price for your liberation. Somebody paid a price for your comfort. But I'm speaking to you. Yes, you. You are paying a price for other people's comfort. You are the one that's had to buy that little, little box. You know that blue box with the five candles in it? If you don't know what I'm talking about, count yourself luck. But around the world, and this is a global program, there are lots of people that are reading by the oil in a lamp. There are lots of people that are reading by candlelight. There are lots of people that... Uh, Tuck themselves in uh, with the stars for a sheet and a a curb or a concrete slab for a pillow. But don't despise humble beginnings. Don't start beating yourself up because you're looking at some evil, wicked, jerk, the dope man, somebody that... She slept with this man and slept with that man. This guy has no morals or scruples, and it looks like they made it. Let me tell you something, okay? They're going to get theirs, but you need to focus on what's yours right now. A lot of the things that have been stripped away from you, the things that are missing in your life, the things that and if you look back just five, some people can say five months ago. But for others, it may be five years. For others, it may be, you know, a decade ago. And they can say, well, you know what, 10 years ago, five years ago, five months ago. Hell, some of you guys can say yesterday. I thought I had what I needed. And if I only had now what was at my disposal then, I could make it. Well, let me tell you something. Whatever's been taken from you, it's missing because you don't need it. And it's missing because had that been present, you would not the person you are today. See, some of these things being removed from your life showed your true character. It showed that, you know what, I don't want to win at all costs. I'm not going to sleep with a guy to get my car or My rent paid And when you didn't sleep with the guy Your car got repossessed And when you didn't sleep with the guy You got evicted When you didn't go and cheat Or sell drugs Or uh, lie on that application You didn't get the job But see I'm telling you There's something better in store for you And the things that I want you to hear Starting right now Is that The vision You've been given is not an accident. I'm going to repeat that again. The vision, and I'm not talking about the delusion, because some of of us, I'm I'm going to put me in there now. Some of us, you know, well, well, God, I did buy a pound of weed. He ain't going to bless that homie, you know, so don't be thinking that your little pansy scheme and you're going to get out and put on a dress that's thigh high and your heels and you're going to go pull this dude. Look, all of the hustle moves you're trying to make, God ain't in that. He is not going to bless your mess. You can't You stop thinking about the things that you want to do your way And be grateful that you did get blocked. Be grateful that that silly scheme of yours did not pan out. Because the truth be told, there's something better than what you were expecting there. So the first thing is, whatever God has revealed to you, it's going to happen. But there's some things you must do in order to bring this manifestation. Here's, Here's the first step. If you can carry out your vision, it ain't from God. I'm going to repeat that. Some people will go, what? D, man, are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Dr. D is serious. <laughs> the first thing is God will always guide you. And I don't care what you call him. Don't let these people tell you, child, you know what you need to do? You need to go, you need to give a love offering. You ain't got to give no damn offering. Don't Stop letting people tell you that mess. That is a that's a lie. You don't need no anointing oil. You don't need to. I was looking at this thing. Uh, I have a lot of fans in Africa. I don't know what's going on in Africa with some of you guys, uh, ministers over there. But ladies, if a man is telling you his seed is uh, is uh, enchanted and it's divine, and you need to come to church with your drawers off, that is not God, boo. That's a freak and the pulpit calling himself your pastor. You and him need to be beat If y'all think any of that's going to work I'm just saying But the real deal is this You don't need a middleman For God to speak to you I'm going to repeat that again You do not need a middleman For God to speak to you He will be a lamp unto your feet A guide unto your path He will be a voice that resonates in your heart He will be that Mm, you know, that kind of if you look up the word, I guess, uh, and I don't care what religion you practice, you can look up the word seemed in the Christian religion and whatever your language or your dialect, a word similar to it, but here's what the word means. It means by inclination, by uh, understanding that just seems and feels right, you will be led to do things and often things that you it can't be done. You know, I get I get told in the instant a lot by my by the Holy Spirit and by my angels that look out for me to do things, and they say, "Well, Doctor D, uh, go ahead and uh, get in, get in, get this company to handle this for you." And I'm like, "I can't afford these people." What you mean? You go get them. You tell you know you want you God you the angel you th- have them holler, at a brother. And paid his bill for me because I ain't got it, G. I just don't have it. And really, that's how I talk to God. That's how I talk to my angels. And, and you know, they say just do it anyway. And you know what it happens to me invariably? And, and here's my most recent example of this. I'm in Washington, D.C., speaking at the Black Life Coaches Conference uh, and I guess this is no more than three weeks ago, maybe four, three weeks ago, maybe. And there's a company there, and all you entrepreneurs, I am not going to tell you the name of this because it'd be like, ah, oh, see there he go, he pushing a business. I'm not pushing a business. I'm telling you a story. Sit down and shut up and listen. This is a good one. So uh, this company is talking about this customer relations system that I really need for my business in order for it to grow and expand, right? So the guy says, This is how much it cost and he says an amount that, you know, I got it. You know how you have it but you ain't got it type thing? And I'm like, okay. Oh, I'm in the guy talks a little more and I, while he's talking, what he doesn't know is I'm checking him out and I'm asking people and I'm looking them up on the Internet and all this stuff. So you know, when I get done doing my homework, I figure, okay, basically what this says is if I use this right, this will work. And I got up this out of the blue and said, I'm in. Let's do it. And I'd already signed the contract. The guy says, but... Because of this organization and because you're here today and because of your president, she asked us to do a deal based on who you guys are and what this organization is. I'm like, oh, wow. The thing went from being $5,000, 4000 down to $1,000. Now, remember, I was ready to get in at 5G's. 5G's that I had But I didn't have type thing You know what I'm saying And when it was all said and done Just because I was ready And acted on faith Not only did I get that discount I got an additional discount Because I was the first person To act on it And I'm not telling you You went to an organo gold thing or one of these pyramid schemes. Yeah, that's a get rich. I am not talking about no get rich quick scheme. Do not let those con artists take your money. Do those pyramid schemes. The only person that gets rich is the first person in it, and you end up with a cabinet full of that crap. Don't do that. But I'm saying to you, when God is in it, he will make a way out of no way for you. So that's sign number one. God will always guide you. Here's number two. Your faith is not in vain. But without faith, it's impossible to please God. And here's what I mean by this. Sometimes you just have to have the courage to make a mistake. And the beauty of how God works is that there are no mistakes. There are paths that he will allow you to go up. And I know I'm talking to somebody right now that you went down a path and you were like, all of this was right. I did my homework. <laughs> I studied. I, got, I did the research, man, and it didn't work. It did work. It worked to teach you to think deeper. It worked to teach you about doing things in God's time and not your time. It worked to teach you that this is one of many ways to do the same thing and that way just didn't work for you it didn't mean it wasn't going to work and then some of us we want to do things out of season it's not your season yet you know you can't feed a baby a steak so many of you want things today that you're not prepared for and it's okay to get them tomorrow you can't have everything you want overnight you know Something that I've learned, and you'll hear me say this, it takes 10 years to be an overnight success. I was in in Atlanta last night, well, this weekend, and I'm back in Houston, you know, and I look at my, my schedule. I've been in five, four states in the last five weeks. Now, how does that apply to life? Real simple. God only steers moving vehicles. If you are sitting around on your butt waiting on things to happen, it's not going to happen. You must put your your works and your faith together in order to have the manifestation that you seek. These things that you're looking for, these things that you're trying to onboard in your life aren't going to come because of talk. <clears throat> They're not going to come because you sat there had some crazy scheme go through your head, they're going to come because every day you took, you took another step and you took another step and you took another step. And then one day it accumulates and you're there. But it doesn't happen because you came up, and I'm not going to tell you a business plan isn't necessary. I am not going to tell you that it's not necessary for you to get out there and burn the midnight oil. What I am going to tell you is some of you need to stop doing so much and look at what you've already done and correct some things. See, God gave you a brain. You opened up your restaurant. You opened up your store. You started your practice. You started your construction company. You started doing people's hair. You left a job you've been on 20 years and became their competitor, and now all of a sudden you're wondering, why am I not getting the fruit out of this that I thought I should get? That gets real simple. It's pause time. You have to put things on pause. You need to sit down, review the last three months, The last 30 days. Heck, for some of you, you just started last week. So you need to sit down and look at last week. And you look at both. What did I do right and what did I do wrong? Who am I using as my role model? You know, in my business, I have three things going on kind of concurrently. I'm an author. I write content. I see people in my office in a private practice. I'm a television, radio, and print personality. But I'm doing the same thing in each venue. I'm kind of, if you go to the, in America, for my listeners overseas, we have a restaurant that gives you gas and indigestion called Taco Bell. Anyway, I'm being funny, but they make all of these different products out the same crap. I mean, it's like you get a taco, it has ground beef, cheese, and lettuce. You get a burrito. The same thing, you get a flour tortilla that has not been fried, but you still get ground beef, beans, lettuce, and sauce. You know, I mean, they're making the same thing, a Mexican pizza, they call it. Same thing, you get two fried tortilla shells, and they cook it. They just cook it in the oven. I mean, same thing. That's what I'm doing. I'm writing about relationships. I am on TV being interviewed about relationships. I'm on television programs that are syndicated. I am in my continent syndicated – and I'm teaching corporate America as well as families and individuals about relationships. Now, whether that relationship is you with you and your purpose and your vision, you, that relationship is you with your significant other or your crazy kids or your parents or between your employees or you and your clients, thing is I'm doing one thing, relationships. So that lesson to you is this. How well are you doing your thing? And if it's diversified, have you perfected each aspect of what you do? Not bragging, but you could wake me up at 3 in the morning and tell me to be on national TV. I may scare the hell out of you by the way I look, but the content's going to be fantastic. Whether I'm writing a book or an article, it's going to be excellent. If I'm sitting talking to a client, or talking to the city of whatever and the director and section chief or the department leads or whatever, I am still going to give you something that will be a memorable experience that is going to enlighten you. Now, whether I write that down, whether you listen to it, you know, auditorially or whether you see it on television, either way, I'm going to give you something that will be Instrumental and transformative In your life So ask yourself this question right now And I'm gonna. this is for somebody If you're a restaurant What makes you different What is it that you sell How do you prepare it What kind of view do you have You know I was It's so funny I was talking to a gentleman That has a television show right now And his family owns a restaurant And you know, they're expanding around the country. And one of the things I told him, I said, Bro, you I got the slogan for you. Don't you gotta do you. And if your food is really good, you say, you know what, when you're on your diet, you go to subway with Jared, but when you wanna eat well, you come eat it blank. If you do hair, you can just tell people, I'm not gonna burn your damn ear. Your hair ain't gonna fall out when I get through. If you are a dentist, say, I'm going to do your teeth better than the guy next door. Whatever it is that you do, find out what it is about the way that you do it that is bigger and better than anybody else. Because I'm telling you this, God doesn't make mistakes. And if he gave you the gift, you don't have to keep trying to tell everybody how good you are. Perfect your gift. It will make room for you. That talent he gave you will bring you before great men. Another thing I want you to think about, as you look back, what have you done right that you could have done excellent? You know, we settle sometimes because we did it right. Well, being honest with you, hell, shouldn't you have done it right? But excellence is what separates you from the pack did you go back and this natural talent and this natural gift you have did you go back and perfect that gift did you go back and perfect that talent did you look at a mentor or a role model I know when I looked at my practice I looked at about three or four different people I looked at Tony Robbins I looked at Wayne Dyer I looked at Deepak Chopra you know, I looked at T.D. Jake, I looked at some guys, because I'm not a religious guy. I'm a spiritual guy. I'm like Wayne and Deepak in that area. I respect all religions. I think God came in many forms. I don't believe he limited himself to our narrow-minded perceptions of who God is. The other thing that I had enough sense to think about was how big did I want to get? You know, some of you, the reason you're not successful is you're thinking too small. And for others, you're thinking big enough, but you're not covering the basics. You're not doing business right. And I'm going to be honest. All entrepreneurs, each one of us, we start out where it's just not, not enough hours in the day. We, if, if, if there was eight days, we'd work eight instead of seven, right? Have you gotten to a point that you don't step back from your business and take a good look at measure how you're doing? Maybe that's the problem. Maybe you need to shut down for a day. I promise you, if you lose your customers because of 24 hours, they weren't your customers. But stop and assess and say, you know, what did I do right here? You know, did I just hire a crackhead to run my business? It's okay if you let your crackhead cousin know it ain't okay. But, you know, you get me? Sometimes we have delegated off to other people things we need to be doing ourselves. The people that work for you, have you thanked them? Have you said to these people, you know what, thank you? I know if it wasn't for Kay and Rocky and and the people that work with me, if it wasn't for Scott and Catherine and all these people that I have in my mix—if it wasn't for Vinay and Liam, I would not be successful as a brand. If it wasn't for Jaylene Mack, my attorney—I mean, all of these people—if it wasn't for Jupiter Entertainment, the people that produced Fail Attraction—I mean, I would not be where I am. And even the people out in your past—have you stopped to think? Did you really learn what you were supposed to learn? It was so funny. My publicist from last year called me. Um, this I, I just happened to be in Atlanta this weekend, and she called me and she said, you know, B, am doing a show on BT, and would you mind being on it? You know, I mean, it's just every time I look up, God is showing me, don't you dare take anybody whom I've placed in your path for granted. Who are your mentors, and who are you mentoring? You know, I have, jeez, I can't even count how many uh, people that I mentor, but I've also been mentored. I have some excellent mentors around me, and people that some of them are my age. Hell, some of them I've never met. Some of them I see too doggone much. But the bottom line to it all is there are many people in your life that are right next to you You need to listen to And I'm going to say this To some of you men out there You were blessed to have a wife Well maybe you may not feel like She's a blessing But she is And when, ladies I, Before you start saying something Y'all have some men That are a blessing to you Even though he's, he, you look at him And go I'd be so glad When he stops breathing Please Jesus take him Just take him But anyway The point I'm making is, are you paying attention to the people that are placed in your life to check you and help you think deeper, longer, and harder about what you're doing? Have you learned from your past mistakes? Are you doing the same mess that got you in trouble last time? Are you doing that again? You know, how can you be blessed if you don't ever learn from your mistakes? And I'm going to show you this. Some people keep going, God, just reveal to me, just reveal to me. You ain't ready to, you haven't even done right with what he has revealed to you. Why the hell should he show you something else? I mean, just think about it for a minute. Have you read books on what you do? When is the last time you updated that data? Think about it. I, I had this Aunt Addie Bell. She's long dead now. But my aunt was a barber, and she cut everybody's hair the same way. Everybody left that barbershop looking with that same ugly haircut. <laughs> you know, and you could go in there and tell her I want a little off the top Leave it long in the bag. Aunt Hattie Bell would still cut your hair in that Malibu chivalry haircut that I call it that she put on people's head. You know, when is the last time you updated your skills? Have you, if you got one certification, did you get the one that's the next step up? You got your Sigma yellow belt. Did you get your Sigma black belt? You're a project manager. You, you, know, you got your project manager certification. Okay, now go get your international project manager certification. You're a life coach. Now get certified as a master coach. I mean, have you just done enough to get your door open? Because if you have, that may be part of your problem. Have you stopped? and let the people who have already spent their hard-earned money with you, have you told them thank you? Have you written them a letter? Have you sent out cards saying, you know what, I want to thank you for being my first customer? And for some of you, your only customer. But, you know, bottom line is, did you thank the people? And when people referred you, uh, other people, did you, what, did you at least tell them, you know what, thank you for that referral? That was really cool. See, being in the flow of what God has for you is he works in seed form. You know, you can cut an apple open. You can see how many seeds are in the apple. But can you pick up a seed and see how many apples are in the seed? That's the difference between thinking like a guy wolfing down an apple and chunking the core over in the ground versus a man that knows what to do with the core. See, the things that you really can work with, are you throwing them to the side? Are you looking at everything in the depth and in the measure that you should? Or are you still making stupid decisions? Are you still sitting up there going, Well, you know, my son, Junior, he wanted a mini bike. And when you know my daughter, she needed some new shoes. Your daughter didn't need no doggone new shoes. And your, your son, he's old. the boy needs to be walking. He already barely can walk. You know, he, he, every time you look at him, he got a sandwich or some Twinkies or something. Stop and think. How, are you putting a line of discipline around you and the people around you so that you can position yourself to fulfill what you were created to do? Let me tell you something, homie. I have had months where I have made the kind of money, and I'm not saying I made no bunch of money, so don't come trying to rob me because I do carry a gun. But the truth is I've had months where I've made a decent little amount of change, and that same month, and I'm talking about more than I've ever made in my life, I had to reinvest every dime of it to take the next step. Remember this. To whom much is given, much is required. So just because you made uh, whatever you made, you know, $100, 1000 thousand, ten thousand, 10000 100000 that's the beginning. That's not the end, boo. You got to put that back. You got to put it back in your business. Okay, now you got a website. <laughs> now you can take credit cards. That, okay, well, duh. You should have been taking credit cards anyway. You should have had a website anyway. You were the one that was behind aid ball. Now you're proud of yourself because you've got just enough to work with. Uh, duh. So probably it's time now to look at an AdWords campaign. It's time now to get and put on some clean drawers and socks and, and get your hair done and brush both your teeth and go to the mall and pass out some cards. Perhaps it's time. For you to write that book you've been wanting to write or start that program you were gonna start you know when people do business with you, they do business with all of you, not just your service or your product. I'm always telling you guys about how hard I work out, you know, and i wanna I wish I knew this young lady's oh her name was Mill. I went to Gladys Nights in um, in Atlanta to have um, have the, they have fairly good food there too on like Gladys Knights on Cascade. I will tell you all about that one, uh, and the beautiful. If you're ever in Atlanta and you want some good food, man, go to the beautiful. It tastes like your mama made it. But I was over there and this young, this lady said, "Well, you know, you know." Um, I told her I wanted to go listen to some live music. And I had uh, my daughter, my son with me. And uh, he and I were sitting there having dinner. And, and she said, well, it's for people that are our age. And my son and I kind of looked at each other. And now, mind you, I'm 20 years older than my son, uh, 20 what, 21, 22 years probably older than him, right at it. And she said, our age. So I started laughing. But, see, here's the deal. All those, that like now I'm up to 700 sit-ups. You know, every week I increase it by 25 or 50. But now I'm doing 700 sit-ups every 48 hours, and I do 8, 10 miles every 48 hours and resistance training. And it's not because I'm trying to look like Hercules and be all cut up, which, thank you, God, I am. But it's really a lifestyle, to be honest with you. Because how could you hire me as a coach if you can't look at me and want to live like I'm living? That's why George Russell makes my clothes. That's, and and it's not like I'm bawling and bragging, because I remember looking at George Russell and saying, one day I cannot wait. I'm going to be your customer one day. I remember getting on those flights on uh, Southwest Airlines, and we used to call it the flying school bus, right? And now I'm blessed where every time I get on a flight, I sit in first class. And it's not that I'm paying a lot of money to do this, man. I'm not. So, you know, I'm not trying to act like I'm balling. What I'm telling you is this. God will give you what you expect. And you must look like what that customer of yours wants to do business with. How are you going to tell somebody you do hair and people look at your head and like my grandmother used to say, your head look like a bird's nest? I mean, really? Come on, really? You haven't got a new pair of shoes. Your shoes, you know, when your shoes are so jacked up that they start leaning on the heel on one side, look like somebody done shaved the wedge off your heel or something. Or ladies, I'm going to show sure go here with you. you. You got that weave in your hair. I'm telling you, all I know my producers are uh, giving me that little sign like, oh, here he goes with the weave. But I'm going to say it. That crap should have an expiration date. You should not leave no damn hair in your head for no year. Take that mess out. Take it out. Take it out. You've got to weave in your hair for more than uh, three or four weeks. Change it out, please. Especially if you're going to do it, at least get that hair on your neck to match the wheeze. And and I'm going to talk to my white sisters, too. Y'all done got just as trifling as everybody else with this weaved hair. You got a hair in your head look like you took it off Barbie and put it in your head. And I ain't talking about no new Barbie, either. So, ladies, look at your presentation. Guys, go clip your fingernails. You're walking up to people looking like you could claw a fish and fly and just... And fly off into there with the fish in between your feet and hands. Clip your fingernails. Get a haircut. And, my God, get y'all, you know they do make breath mints. I meant to tell y'all something. I was at this church. Yeah, okay, I know. My, my producer is going, Doc, that ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm going to tell this. Have you ever had somebody pray for you that had bad breath, and you're just like, look, I'm going to hell. Forget it. I'm just going to go to hell. <laughs> anyway. If you ever have someone praying, you know, I'm going to start carrying me some of that little breath spray. So when I go up, if I need to pray with a brother, I'm going to be like, look, I'm going to hit you, open your mouth, and then hit me too. That way we won't, you know, be back People thinking you're crying because of the prayer. No, you're crying because it's fool's breath that made your eyes water. That's why you're crying. But the truth be told, let me get back on the subject. I just pictured that. Hang on, I'm having a moment. Oh, Lord, yeah, that man's breath was that bad. All right, but well, back to the subject. The truth be told, you must represent your brand appropriately because this is business. And those of you who think you can sing before you go in the music business, wouldn't it make sense for you to study music? Duh. here to call yourself a rapper and you're 50, that, that's just not a good look. You feel me? That let your son do it. You you produce him or something. But the truth is, whatever it is that you do, you need to. If you can't do every function, you should least, at the very least, understand how all the functions work. You know, in my in my company, there are several things that have to be done. You know, we have to create content on a consistent basis. Oh, you guys, by the way, uh, I'm going to tell you this. hit the like button on Facebook or um, Google my name and and Yahoo, I almost said Yahoo, <laughs> right anyway, Yahoo tomorrow, I just got syndicated again, I don't even know what the article's about that I wrote, uh, so don't ask me but it uh, comes out in syndication on Yahoo, so that's yeah every month this year we have been syndicated to millions in excess of 20 million people so thank you God and thank you my audience for supporting me I, I love you guys I, I really do despite all my jokes and what have you But I do love you Here's the other thing As you look back And I'm, I'm going to kind of like this uh, for, You can listen to the archive I'm not going to go back through all the stuff I said But the crucial element of this thing is <laughs> As you look back Where have you gotten off track from the vision that God gave you for your brand and what you're doing today. Often we get just sidetracked because we're either struggling so hard to make it, robbing Peter to pay Paul, or we're in this situation where we're just so doggone frustrated because it seems like every time you get a break, you know, you got to go buy another piece of equipment. Or every time you get a break, somebody at the last minute cancels on you and you went and invested all your money trying to prepare for something and now it ain't going to happen. I mean, you just have to look at this stuff, man, and ask yourself, okay, God, what are you showing me? Do I look like the vision you gave me? Am I be? Am I dressed like it? Are my skill sets? And this is the most important one, people. I'm going to just keep beating this at you. How competent are you with what you do? And and bigger, here's a bigger piece of the pie for you. Have you created something that people don't need? I have a a fantastic editor that works with me uh, from who syndicates my content. And the one thing she keeps telling me is, Doc, think like the people that are going to read what you write. Think like the people you're going to speak to. So are you thinking like your customer? Are you really thinking, would I go do business with me? I mean, and I'm going to, again, I'm not trying to pick on hairstylists or people that own restaurants, but you guys are just the easiest examples to use, really, a a contractor or whatever. But would you go to a beautician, you walk in there, hair is all on the floor, the, the chair is raggedy. And I get it. If you can't get new chairs or you can't buy new equipment, I get it. But have you really looked at all your options? You know, maybe you can't get the stylist chair. Find something that will work that looks like one. You know, but be unique. Heck, when you was doing hair in your mama's living room, you didn't have no stylist chair. So go get some nice chairs, bar stools, and, and you use that to do somebody's hair. You know, if you're a midget and you're doing somebody's on a bar stool, get you a little step ladder. That's a weird look, ain't it? Okay, I'll stop it. I'll stop it. But make sure that you are presenting yourself in such a way that you would do business with you. Do you have a follow-through that represents your brand? Are you doing the things that, say you know what i'm a professional i am doing this above the norm above what is expected above the standard as long as you continue to halfway do things you'll keep getting halfway money and halfway results i'm just saying i'm just saying now back to the god because you're going deep where's god i thought you were going to be talking about god i am talking about god I'm talking about you being responsible and manifesting to the potential that he gave you because here's the deal. God gave you when you were born, you and God, before you came into your body, agreed on why you would be at this planet. And you get X amount of time to get it right. All of that, because I know a lot of you wanted me to say something like, well, you need to get you some oil and anoint your scissors and anoint your car and anoint your black robe and anoint. Well, no, that's all hocus pocus. That's religion. That ain't got nothing to do with God. See, the truth of it is God's been ordering your steps the whole time. He has been directing your path, putting people in your path, He's been giving you ideas. You know, we keep wanting God to give us the lotto numbers for tomorrow night. That is not how this works. God will give you an idea. He will give you a vision. He will put people in proximity to you. Some of them you ain't going, you ain't supposed to like them. But see, here's the thing: pride always precedes failure. If you would get rid of some of this pride. If you would stop being, acting like you don't need any help, you know, doggone well you need some help. If you don't have all the money to get something, go to people and just tell them the truth. Just say, you know what, I don't have the money to do this, but I need what you have. So what can we do? And I'm not talking about you doing nothing strange for some change. I didn't tell you to go in there and, you know, pull your drawers off and, you know, doing nothing freaky. What I'm saying is be humble. It says the meek inherit the earth, right? Just be humble. Put away, plan like you're successful. Here's what's wrong with a lot of you. And if I'm talking to you, you know, this, it, like they say, you throw a rock in a pack of dogs, the dog, it hits a hollow So I'm just going to say it. Wealth, abundance, flashy cars, jewelry, a big house in a prominent location are the fruits of being successful. They do not create success. I'm going to say it again. You know, wealth, abundance, fancy clothes, fancy cars, and a prime location, that's the fruit of success. That's not what makes you successful. Now, will it make people think that you're successful? Yeah, but let's be honest. <laughs> what good is it for you <laughs> excuse me, to look successful and you're sitting up there with your stomach growling, you're going home, your dog is skinny, your cat is skinny, <laughs> your cat uh, is coming in the house offering you a mouse, talking about you want some because you're so broke. I mean, really. Think about it. People like helping people. Believe it or not, your customers, if you be truthful and, and you really put out a good product and a good service and you say to them, you know, um, I would really appreciate it if you could give me some referrals. I'm just getting started. Or, you know, I've been doing this business. It's been slow. You'd be surprised how people would turn around and say to you, I know somebody that needs what you have to offer. But you got it going on. Why should they help you? You, you perpetrate, you're sitting there faking like you are all that, when the truth is there's nothing wrong with being a work in progress. I've learned right at this point in my life, never have I been as successful as I am right now. You know, I'm in national this, national that, but I'm going to tell you all the truth. The more that I accomplish, the more I realize that I have yet to do. And all of the things that I have yet to do, I can't afford to do those things yet. I mean, let me just be truthful about it. You know, because the stuff that I need to do, it costs millions. You know, at the very least, hundreds of thousands of dollars to do this stuff a year. I got two choices. I can go backwards, that's not an option for me. I'm sorry. And I. And if you're listening to me, it better not be an option for you. I'm going to make you go get your own switch. But the truth is, I have had to accept that if I am to grow, I have to accept who I'm not just like I have to accept who I am. I have to be honest with people, and I have to be grateful each and every opportunity somebody gives me. And I need to take advantage of that opportunity. You know, you don't know who's going to be in the room and see you. And have some standards, people. I had somebody offer of me. They said, Dr. Young, we like for you to do blank. And this is our budget. And I looked at him and I said, well, you know what? I'd like to do it, but I can't do it for that. See, I can't do business with everybody anymore. I had to set some standards of who is Dr. Young. And here's how that works, people. I'm going to tell you. That person probably is going to go tell somebody, yeah, girl, he is a good speaker, but we offered him this, and he said no. And the person listening will be like, really, how good is he? He's very good, but this is what you got to have. Well, give me his number. See what I'm saying? That is exactly how it really works. But if you keep mixing and matching who you are, how can someone really identify, first, your quality level? Second, your value. And then third, you know, who are you? Do you represent the brand that you've been given? Are you a reflection of God's presence? Because he does everything in in excellence. God is the giver of good and perfect gifts. He's already laid out a path for you. But have you gotten off the path? See what you probably wanted to hear tonight, and you thought I was gonna say is, well, you know, if you do this ritual, if you say these magic words, it's all gonna work out. That's a bunch of bull, people. All this, well, I'm believing God for this. I'm, mm, I'm believing God for, well, I'm gonna sow a seed. Look, that seed you sowed could have bought you some more paper clips and and books. Don't get at the pastor with your crazy self. That's not how this works. Like my girl says on the commercial, that's not how any of this works. Money that God has blessed you with to get finished getting your career together, finish building up your brand, to help your man get more successful or to help you get more successful, you went and spent that buying your child or something they didn't even need right now. But, that well, they said they wanted it. Well, how in the hell are you going to ever teach them discipline when you don't have any? Well, you know, my baby's four. My baby's 20. Okay. Uh, first of all, if you are calling a 20-year-old, your child or your baby, you got issues. You mean your adult child? You know, I can get the child part. But when you start wanting to treat them like they're a baby, you're a nut. Have some discipline, people. To whom much is given, much is required. Now, I'm telling you, hey, we're going to go five minutes over. Is that okay? Is that okay with the network? We're good? Okay. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to stop and look back over this last week, over this last 30 days, and over this last quarter and write down everything that's worked and everything that hasn't. I'm not going to insult your intelligence by telling you to get rid of all the junk that didn't work. Second thing I'm going to tell you to do, write down a list of needed deliverables, things that you need for your business. And some of this, for some of you, you don't even need to do anything but rest and sit down somewhere. You know, you work at your little self seven days a week. Stop and breathe. Spend some time with your family, your children. With your man, your woman, your dog, your bird, your fish, do something but just sit your butt down and take a break because a lot of you don't need anything but to just get clarity of mind. (laughs) The other thing I want you to do is be grateful. Write some thank you notes, thanking people for, for doing business with you, for believing in your vision and supporting your vision. And last but certainly not least, you know how I keep telling you to pray and meditate when you get stuck? Instead of calling up your pastor and going and seeing a fortune teller and all that, stop and just be still. It says be still and know that I am God. So be still and meditate. Meditation is the highest form of prayer. Instead of asking God, you know, God, I need I need some beans and and give me some light bread and some cheese. Stop asking God uh things, and ask him for wisdom. Ask him to show you what you need to do, not to bless your mess, but to be like, Lord, just give me guidance and inspiration. Give me wisdom and awareness so that I can move forward. Now, you guys know I don't do this all the time. But I'm going to say a prayer with you real quick. And then, I well, before we do the prayer thing, make sure that if you're listening via blog talk radio, you hit the follow button. It's really weird. I don't know why you guys just, uh, every, I mean, it's every week three, four million people listen to this show. But you guys won't hit the follow button. So just hit the follow button on blog so uh, we can know who you are and you don't have to get reminded we're on. Uh, the other thing that I want you to do is go to Facebook and hit the like button. Go to Uh, Twitter, I'll just type in D. Yvonne Young because I don't know what my name is on all this junk, but just put D space I-V-A-N, Ivan Young, Dr. D. Yvonne Young in Twitter and LinkedIn or Pinterest or Tumblr or whatever it is, but Instagram because being honest with you, I don't manage any of that stuff, so uh, I just check it and I post things on, well, I give people a post and they put them up if I'll be honest, because I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Alright, now back to the reality. Um I'm gonna we're gonna say a prayer before we get out of here. And no matter how bad things look, I want you to know you're gonna be alright. <clears throat> I've been where you are. I'm here to tell you. I've had I used to get bills. My bills are so big, now I get Williams. Y'all will get that in a minute. <clears throat> But I do. I, I've been where you are. I wondered how am I going to pay the rent. I've I've gotten out of a limo and didn't have the money to. Uh, if people wasn't paying for the limo in the hotel room, I'd have been stuck in that city for real. I know what it's like. I mean, I, I'm here to tell you. But those are the things that shape your character. So. If you're struggling right now, thank God for the struggle because it's birthing something in you that you probably didn't know was there. All right? So let's say this prayer right quick. If you're driving, you can just pray. Don't run into nobody. <laughs> if uh, if you're at the crib or you're listening by phone or radio, tell everybody, shut up. The man's about to pray. Or if you're around some people that ain't feeling prayer, You need to get you some new friends and folks to associate with, but just sit there and look blank because they, you know, just look blank. But let's do this. Father in heaven, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for all the experiences, good and bad. Thank you for the vision. It is written that people perish for a lack of knowledge. So in all our getting, help us to get understanding. It says, by wisdom, Kings decree and nobles judge, it's better than the purest of silver and the finest of gold. So give us wisdom, give us understanding, give us divine timing. You've already given us favor, but show us what to do with it. You've already put people in our paths, but show us who they are and better yet, show us how to approach these people because sometimes God is not that you didn't put the opportunity there. Is we didn't do the right thing with it. We didn't come right. We didn't look right. We didn't sound right. We didn't present ourselves properly. So give the people that you have sent to bless us, give them a compassionate heart for us where we can come back and help us. Your word says if your people who are called by your name would just turn from their wicked and foolish ways and cry out unto heaven and repent, that you would heal our land so if I, if the business is suffering, if there's an eviction letter, if there's you know a bunch of unpaid bills, steady rolling in, God show us and give us favor. We may not have the money, so Father, if we don't have the money, one single word from you beats all the money in the world. So speak to that vendor, speak to that supplier, speak to customers and. Let them not walk past our door anymore. Let them see us. Don't let them throw our business card in the trash can. Don't let them uh, choose the competition. Let them choose us. And when they do, let us glorify you by putting forth the best of service and the best products and a commitment for excellence. Because at the end of the day, whatever we do should glorify you. For your word says all things work together for the goodness of those that love you, and we love you, God. And we thank you for loving us. And more than anything else, your word says that you uh, and all things wish that we would prosper and be in good health even as our soul prospers. And that prosperity is financial, it's emotional, it's mental, it's psychological, it's cognitive, it's academic, it's institutional. So help us to thrive and prosper in all these areas, send us the help we need, the advisors, the counsel, the mentors, the accountants, the employees, and bless even our competition because there's enough out there for everybody. And we thank you, Father. Amen. Now, why don't you try saying that prayer on your own every day? (laughs) You know, that might help too. But I want you to know this has been a blast. I'm glad that you spent your Sunday evening with me as usual. I want to thank the people at Blog Talk Radio. You guys, are, I love you guys. You're so cool. You always let me kind of do my thing and go over. <laughs> now, before you, before we go off air, we're not going to play that typical junk we play when we go off air. I really want you to listen to this and check this out because it let you know that God has not forsaken you, abandoned you. And I love you. I love you, madly, most sincerely, I do. Listen to this. Don't don't click off. Have an awesome week. Check this out. All right, my boy Brian Courtney Wilson.
0: Watch and we wait, Lord, we anticipate The moment you choose to appear We worship, we praise until there's no debate And we recognize you're already here. Amen. Hallelujah.